Are you looking for an athletic scholarship? You're in the right place. This is the Recruit Me Athletic Scholarship Podcast, the longest-running podcast on recruiting and athletic scholarships. We're here to help your family navigate the recruiting road all the way to an athletic scholarship. He's a recruiting expert and a dad of a D1 athlete and a high school athlete pursuing a scholarship. With a wealth of experience to share, here's Recruit Me CEO, Brent Hanks. What do you do when you can't get a 4.0 GPA, 33 ACT score, all-conference and conference pitcher of the year, 8-0 record, .86 ERA, left-handed pitcher recruited? Find out on episode 215 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. Welcome to episode 215 of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. Thanks for listening. I would like to invite you to go back and listen to last week's interview with a college golf coach. He gave great information about getting recruited for college golf, but he also gave great and very helpful advice good for all sports. Coach Stafford pointed out to learn to compete, compete in tournaments, compete in practice, compete in the classroom. His program gets 750 to 1,000 emails from student-athletes for each class. Talk about competition. Because of the number of scholarships available, Coach reiterates how academics can impact your search. Now let's get into this week's topic. It's really hard to complain when my son, Parker, is now pitching for a Division I Big Ten College, Northwestern University. But after his junior year of high school, high school spring baseball and a summer of competitive baseball, he wasn't getting any attention from the D1 schools. He had attention from some very, very good Division II schools that he had contacted, in which we were all very excited about, but almost no D1s. As you heard in the intro, Parker had all the wins, the ERA, the stats, and the awards. But as he emailed D1 schools, he wasn't getting very many responses. He was even Pitcher of the Week at the Junior Sun Belt Tournament in McAllister, Oklahoma, a tournament that his Team Missouri team won, and he pitched against Team Tennessee team and Team Mississippi both teams that were full of committed D1 and D2 hitters. In response to previous emails, one D1 school did come and watch him, and the coach left after the second inning. That school, with Parker's academic accomplishments, would not have had to provide him with an athletic scholarship, so he would have been a freebie to the baseball team. He would have had all academic money. Parker went on to pitch six innings, and Team Missouri won that game in extra innings. Well, here's the reason of his lack of interest. He was 6'1", 160 pounds, and threw maybe 82 miles an hour. That was frustrating. I thought the object of pitching was throwing strikes and getting people out. Nope. Apparently, it's how you project and how hard you throw. So we learned a lot of big lessons right there. I know every sport has a specific physical checklist on size, speed, and strength, but a majority of high school student-athletes don't meet those pre-profiled assets. With a little work, you can find a fit that is good for you and a fit good for the college team. Also, most of the college coaches don't know the competition you play, so stats and awards are not critical in their decisions. Your local college coaches may understand the relevance of your stats, 
but for the most part, stats are not that important. Some sports like golf, track, swimming, and bowling, stats and times and scores are more relevant. Don't get me wrong, you still need to send your stats, but don't get frustrated when coaches aren't super impressed by them. So to continue in the recruiting journey, Parker had narrowed his list to a couple of top-level Division IIs that fit his distance from home, his competitiveness of the school and the conference, and the academics of the school. But he wanted to test the opportunity to play in Division I schools too. We would do research on D1 programs and evaluate them and put them into an upper-level basket and a mid-level basket for the competitive levels that they were. He had sent emails and videos to about 15 D1 schools that fit his want list. But as his junior summer was ending, he decided to join some of his Team Missouri teammates for a showcase in South Chicago. So we decided to expand his list of colleges to that area, hoping to get some new attention. Originally, Parker wanted to be four hours or less away from home, and he hadn't sent information to schools north of Missouri. These new schools on the new list were six to nine hours away from home. We sat down and scripted an email for eight different schools and then individualized each email to that particular school. We used the school's coaches' names, their mascots, their conference, and their town or city to personalize each email. We gave the dates of the showcase, where it was, the showcase team's coaches' information, his high school coaches' contact information, and Parker's stats and videos. Northwestern reached out and asked him to fill out their online recruiting questionnaire. Now, I'm not sure if I've ever mentioned that we did not find Recruit Me until after Parker's recruitment was finished. So we didn't have a pre-filled out recruiting questionnaire or player profile like Recruit Me teaches. The pitching coach for Northwestern contacted the showcase coaches and made arrangements for Parker to pitch so that he could be there. The showcase was set up to highlight players for coaches to see what they needed to see. Parker's team's coach had told us not to talk to the college coaches. They were there to watch and they would communicate with the team's coaches. That was hard, not knowing what the college coaches were thinking about what they were seeing. It was interesting to watch the Northwestern coach, Coach Reynolds, as Parker pitched. He didn't have NU purple on from head to toe, but you could tell who he was. I was behind the home plate backstop videoing with my phone as Parker pitched. After the second inning he pitched, he was pitching well, the umpire came over and asked if I was his dad, and I said yes. And the umpire said, quote, he has some nasty, well, stuff. That was fun since the coach was standing close and could hear. In the third inning Parker pitched, he walked a batter, there was an error by an infielder, and he gave up a blue pit that scored a run. After the third inning of pitching, Coach Reynolds left, but as he was driving back to campus, he called the showcase coach and talked to him and wanted Parker to call him after the games were over. So on our way back, we headed to the hotel, Parker called, and we set up an unofficial campus visit the next morning. That Thursday night after the games, we ate dinner as a family, and we talked and anticipated what Friday morning's visit would be like. We looked up Northwestern's baseball team's website, got familiar with the coaches, the roster, the baseball facility, and their baseball history, and of course the academics. The rest of the recruiting story can be covered in another episode.
So, to circle back to the question posed at the start of the episode about how to get recruited, here are some main points. Number one, make a list of parameters you want for colleges. Do this as a family. Write down things like, do you want to stay close to home or go away from home? Do you want a large school or a small school? What part of the country? North, south, east, or west? What level of academics? What level of competition? What kind of cost? These parameters can and will change throughout the process. Expect it. Be ready to adjust and change them as your paths change. Our family's path changed to schools farther away and to one that we had never considered. Two, make a list of 30 to 50 colleges early. Do that in your freshman and sophomore years. You will send information to them when your time is right. We originally only did 15 to 20 schools and we wish we would have had an expanded list. As I have done research for Recruit Me, I have found many more schools we could have sent emails to earlier in Parker's recruitment. Research colleges by going to their team's website and look at the team's schedule and their conference teams. So there's some other teams that you can do some research on. On the team schedule, there are normally hot links to their competitors' schedule and websites. Pretty easy to find teams that way. To learn more about making your own school list, go back and listen to the Athletic Scholarship Podcast episodes 198, 199, and then 207 and 208. Number three, don't give up. D2s were the sweet spot. JUCOs were not an option that he wanted academically, even though baseball, they might have been good. And the D1s were going to be a challenge. So he tackled the challenge. He adjusted his horizon. He worked harder to get bigger and throw harder. And he performed when the Northwestern coach came to watch. We visited Northwestern's campus and met with the coaches and toured the campus the day after the showcase. Parker found a coach that saw a fit. Coach said he could take Parker from an 82-mile-an-hour fastball to an 86- to 87-mile-an-hour fastball during his college career. That was the fit that we needed. A side note, Parker's out pitch is his changeup. This is not an episode to tell you how to go to a D1. The level you play is irrelevant. This episode is to show you that you can play, but it is not easy. It can be confusing. It can be frustrating. You have to work at it. You have to adjust, you have to involve coaches, you have to involve parents, and the student-athlete must be involved. Parker used all his resources, high school coaches, summer coaches, emails, videos, internet research, family, tournaments, camps, and showcases. In closing, keep working on your resources. If you haven't downloaded the free recruiting power pack on RecruitMe.com, then you are missing out on three great free resources that can get your journey started and help keep it going. The recruiting power pack includes three items. The first item is the first steps to an athletic scholarship. The second item is an audio, when and how to use video. And the third item is a player profile and resume template. The first steps to an athletic scholarship provides you with some steps. The first step is, is to write an intro email that will get a coach's response. 
The second step is to create a player profile or resume that will get you notice. The third step is to complete the player questionnaires effectively. And the fourth step is keeping coaches interested. Go now to recruit-me.com and put in your name and your email to get the pack emailed to you. Please share this podcast with another family going through the recruiting process. Listen next Tuesday for another information pack 15 minutes on the Athletic Scholarship Podcast.